Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Let's get started with our two Afghan interpreters. So Mr. Khan is in Afghanistan late at night there. Mr. Khan, how are you? Yeah, it's always good talking to you. We always have a bit of a challenge with the with the sound, but we will do the best we can. Uh, how much danger are you in right now? Right now, the other We're just we're just having we're having some trouble. Just take Mr. Put Mr. Khan on hold for just a moment, please, because we're having trouble with his signal. And uh, let's talk to Sajun Kazimi, who is a former uh, interpreter. Sorry, we have to do that, but we'll see if we can't clear this up. Try calling him back in Afghanistan. See if we can get a better line. Sajun, uh, you were left behind, Alex, with us for so uh, such a long period of time. Again, I'm so glad that you were able to get out of Afghanistan. You're in Dallas, Texas. You're hoping to get into this country, and I, I'm 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 really hoping that happens quickly. I asked Mr. Khan how much danger he is in. You tell us, please. How much danger is he in? Well, first of all, let me thank you for your time putting us in this program and making our voice be heard by the people. So uh, about the danger on Khan, right now it's 100% because uh, if you, as you are, are well aware of the situation, the current situation is going worse and worse every day. It's really critical. I feel Khan and I feel the rest of the interpreters who are left behind right now in Afghanistan. So Afghanistan turned into a war zone. There's no way out they can flee the country. So I really feel sorry about those interpreters. Uh, there are too many dangers out there. One is the Taliban, the other one is the ISIS, the other one, like all the extremists they are involved in killing, massacred and stuff. So they don't have any mercy on the people, especially for those who help the ISAF and NATO elements in Afghanistan. So, uh, Sajjan, if they do, in fact, apprehend, catch Mr. Khan mm-hmm. and his family, what will they do to them? So without any hesitation, they're going to torture, him, torture, torture them to the death. Like, there is no mercy at all. They'll kill, they'll torture them, they'll behave them. As they did, one of the interpreters, like, a few years ago, they behated him, they put his head on his chest on the highway to make it as, a, as an example for the rest of the interpreter. They will do the same thing. They will kill the family. They will kill him. They won't even hesitate. I think we have Mr. Khan back in uh, in Afghanistan. Uh, can you hear me okay, Mr. Khan? Yes, I can hear now, sir, but I don't know. 
We, we do hear you somewhat better. So let me ask you, how afraid are you right now for yourself and your family's safety? Uh, sir, I'm very fearful. Nowadays, the situation is very bad. And uh, it's like a panic everywhere. And even the government can't control the situation. So, so like, I'm the most, this is the most dangerous time in the past 20 years, sir. Do the um, do the Taliban and the and ISIS and the insurgents? They are aware of you, correct? They know who you are. Uh, because do you know I have worked like three years consecutive in Kandahar, and I have been seen by a lot of ANA and a lot of police. Uh, they were from my town, so they spread the news. It was the interpreter with comedian, and also I have been seen by a lot of drivers who were. Uh, supporting logistics for ISAF. So they have saw me elsewhere in Kandahar, and actually they were known me here from my own town. So therefore, obviously, uh, a lot of people know about it. Um, do you know of anyone, any interpreter in Afghanistan, do you know if any of them have been contacted by Anyone from the Canadian government? Have you been contacted by anyone from the Canadian government? If you can, in fact, tell us that. Uh, I haven't been contacted from the immigration department or from global affairs department so far. Like officially, I haven't received any email or any call uh, from the government. So anything I just heard and just see in the on the Twitter and and social media. So without that, like I haven't seen, haven't received official email from uh, relevant authority so far. Yeah. Um, Sajjan, how did you get out? How, how were you able to leave Afghanistan? Well, uh, as I mentioned before... I don't know. It's like... Uh, just just yeah. one second, Mr. Khan. We've got your friend Sajjan on the line as well. Go ahead, Sajjan. Yeah, back to your question. Uh, I applied for the SIV program special immigration visa in 2015, which is a long time for me. So I applied for that program. I was qualified, although I didn't have enough documents, but it was a miracle for me. They helped me out. I thank them. I thank everyone who helped me out on this ground. So it was the only hope that I could get out. But before, I was trying every possible way for coming to Canada. Even I contacted Justin Trudeau's administration, like his office. They replied, replied back to me, like, we're sorry we can't help you. Yeah. Mr. Khan, what did you do when you were out with Canadian troops? When, when you were with them, what kinds of things uh, did you do for them? I was there, like, uh, as an unarmed soldier, and I had radioed uh, myself tracking uh, insurgent chattering. Uh, talking with local population outside and doing interpret and was doing interpretation between Afghan uh, national forces and the uh, Indian. So and we were attending meeting outside with district chief and also talking with local outside, uh, with local elder, and uh, also tracking the uh, uh, insurgent radio. Okay. They were talking, so we used to, we used to translate to the captain. So then we. They used to change rooms or informing them about their activity. 
Sajun, what did, when you were with the Canadian forces, did you do the same thing? Tell us, please, what, what, would it, what would a day be like if they were going out on patrol and you were going with them and you were unarmed always? What was your day like? What did you do? It was uh, scary for me. I accepted all uh, accepted all the challenges going out there on the wire, like outside the wire. So we were going out. We like we we knew 100 percent we were going to be under fire. I mean, under firearms by the Taliban or any other insurgents out there. So I remember we came under attack several times. I remember there were IEDs going off. Like it was really horrible situation, but. At the same time, we were helping the Canadian troops and the ANA Afghan National Army. We were as a bridge, as a link to exchange the language and make it understandable for both sides. Of course, it was really dangerous, too risky for us. We joined uh, an operation which was for a month. We went to Helmand Province, which was called the Operation Mustarak. Everyone is aware of it. Everyone knows it. Uh, we suffered really bad days there were dog days you know it, i mean there, there was no difference for the military because they were sort of like familiar with the situation with the weather like whether it was like hot cold we were going into the water everywhere <coughs> like mud but of course that was a dangerous job for interpreters it was like too risky because we were unarmed we were just walking and following them like walking patrols, convoy patrols, all the patrols, you know. We came under attack so, so many times, but luckily we survived. We didn't die over there. We weren't killed by the Taliban. But right now, they're trying to kill us. Like, when I say us, I'm talking about my friends. I'm talking about Khan. I'm talking about Haidari. I'm talking about the rest of them in Afghanistan. They need to be fast-tracked and pulled out of Afghanistan as soon as possible, before the time was going to run out for them. Yeah, you were very graphic in what you explained would uh, would happen to uh, to Mr. Khan and the other interpreters and their families if they are, in fact, interdicted, caught by the Taliban, ISIS, and the other insurgent groups there. So we don't want to repeat that. We don't, don't want Mr. Khan to repeat that. He knows what he's facing if he's caught. We need to get you into this country, Mr. Khan. We need to get the other interpreters into Canada. We now have the immigration minister saying he has a plan or they have an operational plan they're putting together and they have the intention of bringing you here. I know Canadians will continue to apply pressure to get you here. Mr. Khan, be careful. We'll stay in touch with you. Sajun, thank you for coming on. I'm so glad you're in North America. Let's get your friends here, too. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.